0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Experience Points podcast, an all-queer cast playing a homebrew Starfinder campaign. This week, we have the pleasure of welcoming a new character. Our guest for this week, Britt, Twitter user at Firebird, plays an Ahsoki named Mordax and their best friend slash drone Silverblade. Hopefully, you got to listen to the intro clips from Wordax, but if not, you should go check it out. I want to say thank you to everyone who is sticking with us through this transition. Changing cast members is always difficult, but we hope that you'll enjoy what we're creating and continue to listen as we forge new friendships and move forward. Meanwhile, enjoy our new episode, The Gun Show.
1: Greetings, adventurers, and welcome back to Experience Points, your favorite all-queer Starfinder real-play podcast. I am your host and GM, Miyu. And joining me is our fabulous cast, beginning
2: with... Hello, I'm Kelrick. I'm the producer of the show.
3: And I'm Britt, and I'm new. Um,
2: I am Kenny, a.k.a. Punder. So, as you may have noticed,
1: we have had a little shift in our casting here. A couple Uh, of our lovely cast members have had to drop out for the moment due to some uh, personal business they need to take care of. So our thoughts are with them. They are definitely welcome back whenever they get things sorted out, but in the meantime, we do have a new player. Hello to Brit.
0: Do you maybe want to tell us a little bit about your gaming experience, for it?
3: Oh, goodness. Well, um, I have been playing tabletop role-playing games since I was 14, and I discovered my foster dad's copy of the, the little red dragon box of D&D in my grandparents' basement, and then I forced my little brothers to learn how to play, you know, <laughs> to varying levels of enthusiasm. I have been branching out in past years. I got very excited about the Starfinder system. I do some work, uh, some playing of Tales from the Loop. I I've been moving towards being very interested in sci-fi settings more than the fantasy settings of of yesteryear.
2: Nice. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Excellent. Well, welcome to the podcast. And we have a special dual recap. We will begin with Angus
0: telling us what he knows of the
1: events that have occurred
0: before. Captain's Log. This has been a very long week with some dynamic changes. After we departed the Silver Scale, we received a message for Kira letting her know that her homeworld had a war breakout. After getting the scarce details, it was obvious Kira was going to go and lend her healing to her people. I was prepared for that once the news came in, but I was not prepared to lose my heart sister and friend Phaedra. She approached me after Kira announced she was leaving to say she felt she had to go with her. I respect that she has a calling to care for damaged soldiers, but I will miss her. I hope she can return someday, but I understand that space travels lend itself to transient relationships, but at least this time, my crewmates are leaving alive instead of thanks to Gideon. With the loss of Kira and Phaedra, I have assumed the captaincy of the Zephyr. I'm also doing double duty as engineer, and we're doing without a science officer. Between Absco and I, we've been able to fly back to Absolon station, but I don't think we'll be going anywhere soon if we can't cr- recruit at least one more crew member. George has been great filling in where he can but these roles just aren't his forte. I've barely had time to process the loss of our crewmates. But now we need to refocus on Evelyn and Solomon and figure out what exactly we're in the middle of. One step at a time. Just break this down one step at a time.
2: Pilot's log. It's been a week since Kieran and Phaedra left to Casterval to aid in a war effort. The bridge has one less floppy hat and hot pink taffeta. Angus has stepped forward to take on the captaincy and George seemed happy enough to relinquish control. Especially after Angus pointed out the amount of manual labor involved. I'm perfectly content with piloting this effort and allowing someone else the burden of making decisions. I'm sad to lose the connection to the first person ever I let lead on decisions that directly impacted my life. But I'm happy to follow Angus's lead. Now, back to Absalom Station, and hopefully back onto the trail of the adventure hook.
1: Dun-dun-dun! Alright. <laughs> <laughs> So, we pick up approximately a week after we last left uh, off, after uh, you've met the Silver Scale. You've dropped off Phaedra and Kira
0: on Castravel,
1: and you find yourself pulling into Absalom Station, okay. open obsco. interior. Zephyr.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Absco and Bra. Can you bring us in? Bruh Got it. Uh, can, you, can
1: you ride? <laughs> like, he's just, like, on the intercom. All <laughs> uh, uh, oh, right. Uh,
2: bra, bra, Tone it down a bit. Tone it down a bit. And I will
1: try to take it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you go through all of the protocols. Uh, in fact... Absco, with your 24 piloting skill, you're, something that's a little interesting this time is they seem to be directing you to a uh, a port that you haven't ever had to go to. It's kind of out of the way a little bit.
2: Okay. Can I do a culture check to see if I understand what that means, like where it is on Absalom? Mm-hmm. All right, that's a 21.
1: Hey, uh, 21, you recognize that you are being directed to
2: quarantine. Oh, Okay. I, I relay that to Angus and I say,
0: I guess they think we're a little dirty. Well, I'm wondering if this has anything to do with our time on Eox, which was broadcast on TV.
2: There's that, and we were in the Vast
0: for a little while, which, you know, who knows what we picked up in the Vast? They may not know that. They don't. I, I didn't tell them where we came from. Did you tell them where we came from? Bra, did you? <laughs>
1: do, 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 do,
0: no. <laughs> um, and <laughs> honestly, it. If they check our flight logs, it'll just say we came from Castrovet. So, anyway, whatever. Let's. There's nothing to do for it now but dock and find out what's going on.
2: I'll do a computer's check to send a communique to uh, the station to see if there's anything special that it is to do.
1: Okay. Congratulations. With a 19, you successfully send a communique. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you actually get a report back. Uh, Vessel Zephyr. We are detecting an unknown alien life form aboard your ship. Please stand by for quarantine. Oh.
0: I think I, they mean bra. Aye, that makes sense. It's fine. Everything's fine.
2: Brah, how hardy are you? I do not understand hardy.
0: I think they may be coming to try to get rid of you. No, no, I think you're jumping the gun. Let's just wait to see what they come well, to Well, don't
1: let them do that!
0: Of course but, not, Bra. No, no, no. You're part of our ship. You're part of our crew. Everything will be fine. This is just going to require a little bit of diplomacy. Everything will be fine. All right. Let's just dock and set up the appointment and go forward. We have things okay. we have to do.
1: All right. You find the big bay doors opening as you guide your ship into quarantine. Uh, they close behind you. There is a hermetic hiss... As the entire place is sealed off, uh, you are given instructions to disembark and report to
0: the uh, reception room. Um, before we do, I want to make sure that when they're giving us those instructions that I get to talk to a person and clarify what exactly is going to happen to our ship while we're off of it.
1: Please disembark and report to the reception room, which is just down just off the dock. It's basically your uh, the the bio quarantine where they check you out. We're happy. You'll get to talk to real people there.
0: Well, we're happy to do so, but we do not authorize any anything to be done to our ship while we are not present. If there is, it, if there is. No your minute, your
1: authorization no. objection is noted.
0: Thank you. All right, Opsco and George, let's go. Bra, just stay calm. No <laughs> around, just stay calm. We'll be back. Bra is calm.
2: Bra is calm. Bra is calm. Bra, would you like me to engage the club? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no. I think, I think I'm think i okay.
0: All right. Well, sit tight. Off we go. Yep. So we'll, we'll all head out. All right. So you
1: head over into the reception room where you find yourself thrown under some UV lights, given some disinfectant gels, and there is a face on the other side. It is uh, one of the priests of Abadar. Oh. Uh, one of the priests. Priest managers who stands there and says, Are you aware that you have an alien life form aboard your ship?
0: I am aware that our ship is now a bioorganic method of conveyance, and the life form is actually part of my crew. That is what I'm aware of. Are you I see.
1: We have no record of this lifeform in any of our well, records.
0: Well, I'm sure May I ask where you picked this up. We are certainly willing to uh, talk to the Starfinders about any discoveries we may have made. Well, oh,
1: talk to the Starfinders, not the Absalom Station authorities. I see how it is.
0: Well,
2: well are, you, are you as a priest of, Abad- of Abadar directly in communique with Absalom Station? Can we not broker a side deal?
1: He goes to push a button, like like, for a moment, like, he's going to prove something, and he goes, looks up and goes,
2: what kind of Side-deal, do you mean? Well, this is novel technology. It could be to Abadar Core's advantage to have this knowledge of where we got our organic computer.
0: I'm listening. I give I- absco the side-eye go with it, but what's <laughs> going on here? Because I'm not aware of this connection. Well, so.
2: so if you've checked my history, you know I've worked with as a contractor for Abadar Core for a while, so you know I can be trusted. You leave have sh- satisfactory marks in our records. If you leave our ship unharmed, I will report directly to Abadar Corps And I look at, uh, 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 Absco. looks at Angus and kind of says, Captain, what terms would be agreeable to you?
0: No damage to the ship, no removing any technology from the ship, and any information that we give, there is a form of payment for uh, Beyond that, the discretion is yours.
1: Well, I will not lie. The Church of Abadar is uh, quite interested in any new technology. Perhaps we can work something out. I must report to my superiors, but in the meantime, as a show of good faith, perhaps you would be willing to uh, run an errand for me. What sort of errand? He holds up an envelope and says, I need this delivered down in the spike.
2: And Abso cocks their head and they're like, that's the only portion of the errand that you're talking about. No other strings attached. They speak exactly like um, they know that these sorts of things have many strings attached. <laughs>
1: says, look, it's just a show of good faith, you know. Help, uh, make
0: sure that your ship stays okay. I, I, er, uh, looks at Angus. I lean in close and I whisper, was that a, was, was that a threat? Because if that was a threat, this is not going well.
2: no, no. It's you know give a little get a little, they absolutely want us to do something for them and and show that we will be good to our word.
0: Okay, okay, then let's get this done because I want to I want to get our crew and move on to figuring out what our next steps are as quickly as possible.
2: Uh, so I reach out my hand and like we'll take the note. Any specific instructions? He gives you an address
1: in the spike. And tells you to simply deliver it
2: Absco turns to Angus do we want to see if George wants to stay in this area to watch over the ship? And make sure nothing funny happens? Oh, I'm just
0: absolutely going to ask if he wants to stay and keep an eye on bra for us or if he wants to come with George, uh, I can stay here that's fine that's fine,
1: yeah uh, I'll keep an eye on uh on bra, make sure nobody touches him.
2: They have to come to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no matter what sort of paperwork anyone shoves under your nose, nothing, no one else goes on the ship.
0: Yes. Aye. Right. If, if they give you any yes. sign, just say, the captain's not here. The captain's not here. Perfect. Okay. Okay. All right, let's go. Right. right. I'm assuming the letter has an address in the spike so that we can look. It does. Right. As you approach that which lies at the heart of
1: Absalom Station. That being the giant shaft upon which you ride up and down. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, as you, as you approach the elevator banks, uh, you see, uh, like the silver mouse. What is your what is Silver Blade doing? What how are you pumping up people to come check it out?
3: So you see a silver mouse. You you would, you would think Yusoki influenced maybe, but it's it's way too big to be a Yusoki in power armor. Probably, it's <laughs> it's a little confusing, honestly. But this sort of metal mouse—it's very shabby looking, but clearly somebody has taken pains to try to try to paint it up um, in festive colors, but menacing festive colors. And it is doing uh, bicep curls with some <laughs> some spare equipment that is lying around and uh, trying to look very impressive. Nice. Um, behind it. So yeah,
1: you guys see this like robot. Sitting there doing bicep curls.
3: Silverblade, take out the sword, and then the robot drops drops the piece of equipment, and it picks up a very mundane-looking long sword and stands there, looking like some sort of ridiculous warrior. <laughs> and then from from behind it, you suddenly see a a <laughs> considerably smaller mouse. They are just a standard sort of Yusoki. They're white and tan except they've got bright red eyes, and they are sort of bouncing up and down and giving it orders. All right, now now wave the sword around. Look real cool. <laughs> and it starts waving the sword around.
0: What about the cool part? I'm really... Does it look really cool?
3: <laughs> it looks... It's very clunky in its movements. Okay. It's, it's trying.
0: It's trying the poor thing. I'll be honest, that would catch yeah, Angus' attention because he likes to dink around with stuff. And so I would point it out to Absco and I'd be like, "Hey, check that out.
2: Uh, Absco turns and looks and, you know, watches the show a little bit and kind of leans into Angus and says, I, I don't think we would want to go fishing
0: with that. <laughs> that. That mouse has done nothing to to us. There is no reason to... Well, no, I'm, I'm
2: just saying. You know, by by threat alone, I don't know that we would be able to get it through an airlock without getting at least some scratches. I. And then I'm like, I could take it. I
0: could
1: take, <laughs> <laughs> I could take a mouse. A mechanical mouse.
2: Well. I mean, a mouse, bot. but. Uh, no, I you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right. That's uh that's a quite the marvel. Um, and <laughs> the Yasoki. Behind the the uh, drone looks pretty uh, impressive.
3: You there? I can see that you're impressed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think Absco's face, like, kind of like looks a little bit horrified that they were like spotted,
0: (laughs) and they uh, try to vanish. (laughs) I put my hand on Absco's shoulder, just real, you know, comradely like, and say, Absco, I think you showed too much interest. What age does the Sochi? what age does the isoki appear to be
3: are you well versed in isoki biology
1: i uh, give me I'll a culture check multiple. let's see how much you know about isoki surprisingly yes he's rather well versed in isoki <laughs> by uh, like culture
3: you would guess that this isoki is probably around 16 years old or you know late teens but you know for isoki cuz their age of maturity is 10 you know they're they're an adult
0: Okay, they seem a bit young but excitable. What you doing? With Hello. The, what you doing with the drone?
3: This, this is Silverblade, famous warrior of Absalon Station. Famous. Oh yes. Well, eventually,
0: sometime. Even, ah, famous to be. I understand. I think we've. Famous all in there. some circles. What circles would those be?
3: The right ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Interesting.
3: This cool. is but a taste. Just a taste of Silverblade's prowess with the blade and his strength. For tonight, we have a special showing at the Click Clack Club. What time? Up against one of their best warriors. Tell me what time. This evening, right after dinner.
0: (laughs) That's super non-specific.
3: Oh, Oh, that's right. You don't have specific times. Seven.
0: (laughs) Okay, we'll see you there. Do you have credit?
3: Yes,
1: you will, but it won't be in the hands of that Isoki. I turned. And as you look up, you see some rough looking noir circling in around you. Oh. Oh, jeez. Along. Don't say it. With a security robot.
3: Not again.
1: You may have kicked us away last time, little Mordax, but this time we're ready for you.
3: And I'm ready to hand over the drone. We've been training.
1: (laughs) Get him. (laughs) All right, roll initiatives. Oh, yeah. Angus is like, what's going on? I just got caught in the middle of something. Uh, Yeah, you guys probably have no idea what you stepped into, but Mordax, you've probably had a few run-ins with these people. You know, they're trying to steal Silverblade from you. You're not particularly well-versed in Absalomian... Gangs, especially down in the spike, but you do recognize. Yeah, you recognize one of them uh, as uh, someone you would have grown up with. Awesome. What's their name? Ask me <laughs> such hard questions like that. He's he's more enforcer Five. Okay. And, nah on. he can be Chuck. Larry. Ooh. His name is Chuck Larry. Okay. Chuck Larry.
0: Hold
1: on. His name is Chuck
0: Larry. How about we go with Samson? Samson. He can be S- Samson. That's just an easier name for me. Sorry. <laughs>
1: his, his real name is Chaklari, but he goes by Samson because nobody <laughs> yeah. would call him Chaklari. <laughs> well, he just hates it. All right. Okay. So we begin with the security robot zipping over, and it's going to try to use its arc emitter on Silverblade. And it does manage to Ooh. zap Silverblade uh, trying to shut it down for a total of five little damages. Just a little... Trying to shut it down. Uh, this Noir up here, up north of you in the mm-hmm. hallway, he's going to... I think he's going to just... He's going... To, I don't, uh, yeah, yeah. He's going to just go moving past you and just, like, kind of bumping you along the way like so, he's not even seeing you as being part of this combat so if but, you want to do something
0: uh, well that gives me an attack of opportunity right because they've gone through a threat yep terror. because he hasn't recognized you as
1: being part of the combat they're focused on the mice
0: yeah i'm totally gonna hit this person that's rude i will grab my moat and extend it into a giant pink battle act as he walks past me and take a hit at him all right have your swing that would be a 10. Uh, he's he, As he's walking by,
1: like you reach up and grab your moat just as he bumps into you, and you try to take a swing at him. It just barely misses his ear, and he just yeah. like turns and looks at you and gives you that look like you just done messed up. And he snorts at you with that bull snort.
0: Obstacle. <laughs> Let's uh, get in on this. God, now now,
1: now all I can remember is Chiclary. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. Chiclary's fine.
1: Uh, Samson. Samson over here, hears that and looks up and sees that it's Angus, and he just calls out, yo, he's cool, and he just starts walking over to the mouse, to Silverblade. Right. They cool. haven't quite realized just how badly things are about to go for them, because they think they're just here to snatch the mouse, all
2: things are good. Mm-hmm. Absco says "Out a turn, um, just passing is like... It is Absco's turn. Do, do you know that one? Uh, yeah. I'm, I kind of nod
0: back over to to Clary. <laughs> I, I do. Oi, you kid. How do you know these folks?
3: A couple weeks ago, we had a, a really good fight at the Hard Burn, and, and we, you know, we won. And now they're trying to steal Silverblade.
1: Ha! Huh, won? More like <laughs> cheated.
3: I don't cheat. Some no,
0: right. but we do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Samson,
0: why are you so cheesy? Why do you have to be like this? Just leave the kid alone. So. Uh, mind
1: your own business now, unless you really want to get into it. He's,
2: yeah, basically he's reaching out to grab Silverblade. I'm just to gonna go back uh, his way to cover Silverblade's back, and in the movement is going to try to trick attack the ro- the Sentry Drone, the robot patrol class. All yes. right. Uh, so let me do that stealth check. Uh, so that's a twenty-eight versus their CR plus twenty. Uh, CR plus twenty. Yeah, you got it. Cool. So I'm going to roll to attack. Uh, so that's just a regular hit. Yes. So that's a regular hit. Damage is that plus. So six. Nine. And for the trick attack is two. Okay. So it ends up with eight. Uh, they are flat-footed.
1: All right, Absco. Does some, like, crazy move that confuses the sensors of the... The robot. uh, Figure you're, like, shimmering, like, this weird pattern that just throws off all of its visual sensors. Right, uh, yeah. And the data's not matching up, and it's, like, spinning around trying to figure out what happened, because it was locked in on this silver mouse, and now
2: there's, like, this whole other thing in front of it. I imagine while they were traveling quite a bit, they were, like, running up and down the hallways, like, tumbling (laughs) and, like, shimmering their skin just to practice all of this. But not target practice. Not at all. Right. All right, Mordax.
3: So I'm going to use my move action to draw my weapon because I was, you know, announcing mode, so I didn't have my gun in my hand. Um, Okay. And then, based on that, I'm afraid I'm going to hit Absco if I shoot at the security robot. So I'm going to shoot at number five.
1: All right. So, Mordax. let's going to take a shot at Chiklari here. Oof. A ten is not going to... Break through. This is a li- this is a little surprising to have this random noir and and Verthani. Uh, you know, suddenly they're actually like jumping in, like trying to protect your robot for some reason. And these are a lot of big, tall noir here. Uh, so Silverblade, what's Silverblade going to do?
3: Well, Silverblade is right next to number five, so Blade is just going to.
1: And so you see, Silverblade raise its sword above its head, bringing it crashing down upon the Noir. However, yeah, that that attack is going to miss actually, uh, as he brings his strike down on this Noir, and it just he manages to parry it with his uh, shock baton, hmm. or what what is it called that he has? Tactical cryopike. Ooh. Angus.
0: Okay. You know I don't like bullies. Now, Samson, if you're just going to be a jerk about all of this, then we're involved. And I'm going to turn to the guy next to me and take a chop at his face. Seven. Is it missed? Not a particularly good role. Not no. particularly. Um, I'm going to take a five-foot step away. All right, so you just stepped kind of away
1: from the whole battle fray going on, trying to yep. draw him out.
0: And, and went to photonic attunement. Ooh, photonic attunement. Here we go. Uh, this noir
1: enforcer is going to run up, and he's going to try to just grab Mordax. It's oh, so, yeah. like a thing he would do.
3: Enjoy that,
1: right? Boy, <laughs> okay. So this noir enforcer is going to come up, and he is going to try to grab. So this noir comes running up, and just grabs Mordax and picks her up.
3: I'm not sure what the order of operations are here, but I do have electrostatic field so that when something touches me...
1: <laughs> that happens now. So what do you have?
3: Um, it's the armor upgrade electrostatic field. Uh, if something tries to physically touch me, it deals 1d6 electricity damage. Sweet.
1: Woohoo! Uh that is 1 damage to the Nuance <laughs>
3: Forcer. It looks like it went on As, as it just kind of
1: zaps him, it's like... <whistles> ah! All right. So the security bot is going to try to use its integrated tactical arc emitter. Absco, do you have any bonuses with you being with anything
2: going on right now? Uh, other than it being flat-footed, not really. I have an uncanny mobility.
1: Ooh! I don't
2: nice. think that's going to help you with no. the thirty-three to hit.
1: No. Nope, nope, Ouch. Nope, nope, nope. Doing eight damages. You get zapped by this thing. Cool. Cool beans. Ow. Cool beans. All right, so this Noir, oh, Angus, you have pissed this Noir off. He's going to go horn to horn with you, I guess. Okay. Uh, Going to use his cryopike as he steps up to smack you, which he does, doing 12 damage to Angus. Apparently, these guys like to use cold stuff. Chilling. It is quite Uh chilling. Uh, (laughs) Chaklary is going to, well, he's going to try to grab... Uh, just grab Silverblade. Can he pick up Silverblade? Well, no, that's a natural one. He goes to reach for Silverblade, and Silverblade's AI just kind of kicks in and just like baps him in the face with the hilt of his long sword. <laughs> Ooh! As he kind of kicks back, stunned a little bit. Uh, Absco.
2: All right. Uh, Absco is going to take advantage of standing still and go for another trick attack against the uh, security robot. So, I will do the stealth check. So, that's a 34 versus their CR plus 20. And then they will attack once <laughs> with their arc pistol. Nope. Okay. Oh! Ooh. Ooh. That
1: is a natural 20. Yes. Uh, that is definitely a critical hit. Okay. So, that is going to be an time damage and a half because it's vulnerable. So, it took seven. Because okay. that is arc damage. You have a holy arc. And I think... There you go. You have stunned it. Cool. Yeah. And you, you hit it with that arc, and it just like... Just sitting there.
2: And it didn't see it coming, so it gets the... <laughs> <laughs> yep, one extra gets damage. gets one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these trick attacks.
0: Uh, All
1: right, well, Mordax. Well... You are picked up by a Noir who is, like, trying to hold you under his arm like he's going to take off with you.
3: What I would ideally like to do is try to squirm away. Oh. not oh. 20. Nice.
2: Oh! Nice. And that
1: was on in athletics, so I will do oh, well. uh, this. <laughs> no, it's fine. You, you have the same bonus, but just for flavor and fluff, Mordax, to everyone's surprise, like grabs this Noir's hands and like pries everything <laughs> apart and just <laughs> drops and is like, uh-uh, not today. So, yeah, you just watch this little Isoki just, like, straight up push her way hardcore out of this guy's grip and drop. And he looks down, he's like, what? All right, Mordax, so that was your move action. You have a standard.
3: Is it within the realm of possibility to be able to shoot, or do I need to get my bearings first after I've just landed back on the ground?
1: You could could Um, shoot, because that was your move. Your standard could be to shoot. Uh, Know that you will provoke if you shoot but you can also five-foot step.
3: Yeah, let me let me do that.
1: All right, Mordax drops to the ground and kind of jumps away from the Noir that just dropped her. Mordax steps kind of around the corner, ready to shoot at this guy, getting a little bit of cover here. Ah, uh, that is a shot taken at the Noir with a miss as it bounces on the hallway. Uh, Silverblade.
3: All right, Silverblade is just going to clunkily... Swing the sword back down onto the noir that is beside him. Does
1: wow. he strike a heroic pose as he does so? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: As he whiffs it with an 11, <laughs> uh, he takes the swing and is too busy going into heroic pose mode. Uh, Angus.
0: All right. I'm going to keep it short and sweet and swing at the same guy who's... He and I are not getting on, so let's see what happens. Ooh! What? Oh! A natural one. Oh, there goes. Angus taking a big whiff. Boo. Boo indeed. All right, I'm also going to take a five-foot step over... Away from the action. I'm going to keep drawing this guy out.
1: Okay. I'm going to keep drawing him back toward a corner. Mm Mm-hmm. This noir enforcer that just dropped Mordax... Level two attunement, by the way. Yes, level two attunement. Cannot forget. Uh, He's going to... Run up, and I think he's just going to try to, like, smack Mordax around with his horns. That is a hit. Ow! 14 Ooh. to Mordax. Have... He just, like, the, the electrostatic still hits.
3: Oh, yes, I know, but I have energy shield, so I have six temporary hit points that he's got to burn through first.
1: Nice. Oh, sweet. All right. But your electrostatic shield will do two more damage to him. Yes. Yes.
0: Nickel and dime him.
1: Nickel and... D- As he just goes... Ah! <laughs> uh, the security robot is stunned. Don't touch this me. This enforcer here is going to come up, and this is going to be kind of a, uh, a tackle. He's going to try to tackle you, Angus. What is... So that's 21 versus your AC versus CM.
0: 25.
1: Woo! No, he is not. He's going to try to tackle you, and Angus, you can stiff-arm him.
0: Yeah. Just right on... Grab his nose and just push, just nope. And one
1: more time, he's going to try to grab Silverblade. Ooh, 25, yeah, he's going to snatch up Silverblade and then he's going to start dragging him away only get half speed as he starts, just like grabs him and starts running away with him. Absco.
2: All right, I'm not gonna mess with uh, a good combination. I'm going to concentrate on this uh, security robot to yet one more trick attack. Uh, so here's the stealth check for that. Uh, so that's uh, 33. Good. Good mess. Uh, you think? Yup, yeah, yup, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, another arc pistol shot. Uh, yeah, that one wasn't as good. Not good. Uh, so they are going to break their stealth and kind of follow behind. Okay, behind uh, Silverblade getting dragged up the hallway. Yeah. All
1: right, Mordax.
3: Mordax is very stressed out now. Mordax is going to attempt to break away. So I guess Kent is a five-foot step eligible in this situation Mm -hmm. away from the one that's engaging me.
1: Diagonally, like into the hallway a little bit?
3: Yes. And what I would like to do is shoot at the noir that's carrying my buddy away.
1: Samson. That seems like a thing to do. Uh, As a matter of fact, Uh, I will make sure... That I give him grappled, because they are grappling, right now. All right, go ahead. Twelve.
3: Oh my.
1: Yep. Your you leave Silverblade alone effect or, or shot doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> Silverblade is grappled and being dragged away.
3: I um I I would love to try to get un ungrappled.
1: <laughs> Same thing as before. Acrobatics or I'll allow the athletics.
3: I, I think athletics is what I would vastly prefer right now.
1: <laughs> Can he force himself away? Well, with a natural 20, Silverblade just throws his arms apart and forces his way away from his grappler. He now has a uh, standard action.
3: <laughs> uh, he's going to uh, swing his sword. Swing your sword. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious.
1: So many twelves. A twelve. This noir gets his horns in the way and just kind of bats it aside, but he's starting to look like this is becoming a lot more effort than they thought it would be. The noise of this battle, you can hear it's getting kind of loud, and while this is sort of an area heading down to the spike where there's not a ton of traffic, you're not so far away that you're completely isolated. Angus, who is now at Photon Attunement 3.
0: I don't know your name, fella, but I'm super annoyed with you right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step, take a five-foot step so that I get the security robot as well. And okay. as I say that I'm annoyed with this guy, all of these pink sparkles just start coalescing around my eyes. And I just explode. How far?
1: What's, your, what's the radius on your... Ten feet. Ten feet. Okay, cool.
0: And I just want to be sure there are no people <laughs> that I'm going to hurt by doing this, right? Nope. You've got it right there. Okay. That's 16 damage. to
1: the Enforcer.
0: Yes. And,
1: and 16 to the Robot.
0: Well, they each get a
1: reflex. Okay. Well, let's see. Can they do anything with their reflex save? No. Nope. Eight for the Enforcer. Nope. Uh, the Robot gets... Ah, uh, the Robot has rolled a nat 20. So yeah. 22 will give it half. But that robot's starting to look pretty beat up. This Noir guy that you just blew up in the face of, he does not look at all thrilled or happy or anything about that. (laughs) As he yells, let's just get out of here. Enforcer One's going to kind of take a look around, sees Mordax, and and he looks at Mordax and goes, you're going to pay for this, you and your friends. And he starts charging down the hallway. You hear him clunk, 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 (laughs) down the hallway, trying to get away. See, the robot is going to continue acting as it was instructed. Going to move just a little bit to come around and try to zap Ungus. A 27 will hit Angus. Yeah. As it does a whole five with its arc (laughs) emitter, you get zapped. Oh, rude. Seven is going to withdraw, making sure... Not provoking, while uh, he, tail. he actually drops his tactical cryopike and pulls out pulls out his uh, a rifle.
3: Mm.
1: and is and is like covering. How bad does he look? All right, it hurt, but not. Uh, he could take a couple more of those. Okay. Uh, Chaklery here is just going to quit messing with Silverblade and take right. out. Would uh, Silverblade like to take an attack of opportunity at right, Chaklery? Right.
3: I believe Silverblade would enjoy that.
1: (laughs) All right. Go, (gasps) Silverblade. Woo! There's the 20, which is a hit. So he gets the parting shot, a whole three (laughs) damage (laughs) to the Enforcer. So Chaclary just takes a little swipe on his back as he dips out of there.
2: Absco. All right. Uh, Security robot, you're becoming a nuisance, and Absco's going to stand still. Oh, wait, they just moved, so they're not going to get that bonus. Uh, so, anyway, uh, so they're still going to do their stealth attack for a trick attack. 20, so probably not does not quite. make. Yeah, yeah. All right, so no, not if it's 20 plus CR, you know. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: um, I don't think it's quite a Z- CR zero security no. robot. <laughs> it does not seem
2: like a CR zero security um, robot. Okay, so they're still going to uh, uh, attack uh, 20. 20 is going to hit. For two points of damage. I think. A three, because it is
1: vulnerable to your electric damage. Uh, every time you hit it with that electricity, it just arcs all over it, and you can see circuits beginning to pop and fry. Mordax!
3: Oh, Mordax is a little by this, and it's going to look around and see that the robot is still there, so just try to take a, a little pot shot and fail.
0: So many 12s.
1: As, as oh. much as Mordax, you know, seems to be, like, on top of things in love and battle and stuff, I, I don't think Mordax has had to actually fire that pistol all that much.
3: Oh, almost never.
1: <laughs> Probably <laughs> sitting there, like, hands shaking a little bit, oh, like, yes. pew,
3: pew. They don't know how to steady it. They're just...
1: All right. Silverblade.
3: Silverblade <sighs> is going to... All I can do is either a move or an action, so Silverblade is going to as close to the a security robot as he can.
1: Silverblade engage. Yeah, Silverblade comes does Silverblade actually like move its legs to walk or does it just like roll on wheels?
3: I think it's probably sort of a combination of 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 the two. It's very un unwieldy looking. <laughs>
1: it sounded like it's on its skate? name Silverblade because it has it's silver and it uses rollerblades.
3: <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that, that is a <laughs> possibility.
0: That's a lovely image.
1: Mordax has a sudden inspiration out of nowhere. I know the next upgrade.
0: <laughs> Currently, Silverblade has wheelies. Angus. Um, how uh, bad does the security robot look? The security robot looks pretty beat up. I'm still looking at that enforcer with the gun. Is he actually pointing it at us or is he just retreating?
1: You can tell that he, he, the gun is pointed at you, but he's retreating and covering to make sure no one's following. Okay, then I will... Like, it's not aimed at you like I'm going to shoot you. It's, it's like, held low and, you know,
0: eyes darting back and forth. Cool. I'm going to uh, move around the security robot uh, so I don't provoke an, opp- an opportunity attack. Yes. get planking with silver blade, I will uh, attempt to hit the security robot. That- uh, yes, you will. With a 23, you will
1: strike the security robot, bringing your axe to bear.
0: Max damage. Uh,
1: doing max damage. Uh, now it really doesn't look good. It's sitting there like pieces of it are hanging off. It's in little shards like...
0: And photon attune, at level one. <laughs> and
1: the one enforcer dips down the hallway and is gone from sight. This thing is going to go nuts, and it's going to try to slam into you, Angus. A 23 will hit your defense. It will. As it does 11 Ooh. damage. I'm annoyed. Still pretty heavy and got some sharp edges. These uh, other Noir are backing off and getting out of there.
0: It's a good thing, too. I'm seriously
2: injured. Absco go. Absco's go gonna move to get... It purchase on security robot uh, is going to attempt the trick attack as it does so a little bit better but probably not a cr1 either (laughs) nope not quite yep all right and uh then it's going to fire the arc pistol Ooh, that's a 10 oh but you miss you were
1: so excited i was a a mordax
3: all right mordax is gonna go beside her best friend here and try really hard uh, to shoot. <laughs> if
0: you shoot there, it gets an attack of opportunity on
3: you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Can I back one, up five feet away? just a smidge? Like, yes. Is that? Okay. Perfect.
0: <laughs> that is perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, so you come up close, kind of behind your your friend Silverblade, you know, shooting out from underneath his arm.
3: This is a much safer place to shoot from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is, and look at that. Nice. It is a hit. Sweet. Now that you got much closer, you were able to shoot from behind your friend's silver blade. This is how you're meant to fight, right? Yes. Yeah. So that is four damage. Oh. And as you fire this shot, this little tiny shot, it happens to fly in and hit its central core. And you see it begin before it just fizzles out and falls to the ground.
0: Oh, Excellent.
1: Looking around, uh, a couple of people are coming around the corner to see what all the noise was. My... Um, but the noir are nowhere to be seen.
3: I'm not very... Uh, thank you very much. And then I, I book it. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait. I, I book it, and then I stop, and I'm going to throw a healing potion at Angus, and then keep booking it.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take a, a serum, serum of healing. Uh, Mark one. Sure.
1: Angus has a serum of healing mark one. You get healed for four.
0: Woo, I'll take four. That's helpful.
1: And yet, Angus, as you take your drink and you're going to put things away, you realize you don't have that
0: letter. Ooh. Well, Absco's the one who had it, so. Was I? Yeah. You were the one doing talking with that person. Do I have the letter?
1: Absco, you don't have the (laughs) letter
0: either. What
2: happened to the letter? (laughs)
1: <laughs> what did happen to the letter? That and more, next time. That is going to bring us to the end of our time for today. So for experience Points, I'm Miu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at
0: MiuPlaysGames. I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at EQPoints or at Cormelon.
3: I'm Britt. You can find me at Twitter at AtomicFirebird.
2: And I'm Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. I'm also joining the cast of Little Busters along with Britt. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at Little Busters. Is that right?
3: EP? Little Busters RP.
2: RP. There we go.
1: Perfect. Excellent. Excellent. And we'll see you next time.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs>